This is the Starseed Awakening Podcast. I'm your host, Monet Florence Combs, the coach for starseeds who are ready to heal on a soul level and fall in love with life on Earth. Join me for an epic intergalactic journey of celestial heritage, deep healing, and consciousness expansion. Let's go. Hello, my star children. Oh my goodness gracious. I have been on a crazy whirlwind for the past week. Okay, if you are following me on Instagram, you will have seen what's been going on with me. It has been crazy, but like crazy good. So if you've listened to any of my podcasts, you know, where about my health, you've listened to my awakening session or my session with my uh, parallel self, you'll know that I have had uh, quite a lot of health problems my whole life. And they've been kind of getting worse. They got a little bit better and then they got worse again. And it's just kind of been this like back and forth craziness. And um, it, uh, there was something that I knew that I was missing some dots here. And I've been trying to connect them for a while now. Actually, in my awakening session, when I talked to my um, past self, he kept showing me this image of myself like it was like he was doing a body scan and the point that this is really kind of weird I guess the point that um kept like scanning (laughs) was the back of my head like right where my head meets my neck and I did not understand what that meant and he told me some different things I should be doing like I should be floating um and things like that and I didn't really understand the significance at the time Uh, but let me tell you this crazy thing so (laughs) I had this wild uh, I've been I've been timeline jumping for uh, maybe the past year that's how this whole thing has happened where I found out I was a starseed and all this stuff so when I say timeline jumping that means like following my guides um signs and stuff to maybe do something that I normally wouldn't do and but just following my intuition and seeing where it leads and then it puts me on my highest timeline so what happened was um I had I kept seeing in my my groups that I'm in for my different health conditions that there's a piercing that is supposed to help for people who have POTS and who have high intracranial pressure, which are two of my main issues, where you're supposed to, you get a, it's called a doth piercing. And I kept seeing it pop up and it helps some people a lot. And I didn't really understand why, but then I researched it. Um, and what I found out was that it actually, it stimulates your vagus nerve. And I had known that my vagus nerve was part of my problem for a while because I, I my pots got a lot better when I started taking a vagus nerve supplement 
So I was like, this is really interesting. I'm just going to do it because my guide is trying to show me this. It keeps it's come up on my feed about like 15 times in the past two months when I hadn't even heard of it before. Um, so I was like, what the heck? If it doesn't work, the worst case scenario is I have this cute piercing, you know. So I go and I get my doth pierced. And they say, oh, get it on the side where you have the most pain. So I, I get it on the side where I have the most pain. I have a ton of pain in my neck and shoulders on the right side. And so I get it pierced. And let me tell you, my symptoms got so bad and my pain got so bad. And I was like, what is going on? Um... I was just like, something's wrong here. <laughs> Something is really wrong. I don't think this is supposed to happen. So, um, yeah. And so the, the vagus nerve thing, it, it actually, you have a little branch of the vagus nerve in your ear right there um, where the piercing goes through. And it, I was just like dying. <laughs> it, was, it was awful. And I was like, wait a second. Maybe my problem isn't that my vagus nerve needs to be stimulated. Maybe my problem is that my vagus nerve is compressed or like pinched. So I do a quick Google search and this article comes up that details literally every symptom I've ever had in my whole life. Like all of it. All of it that seemed so weird and I couldn't figure out how they're all connected. It's because the vagus nerve um, is responsible for powering up and regulating the autonomic nervous system. And so when your autonomic nervous system isn't working, you get all sorts of problems uh, because it goes throughout your body. It you know controls all of your functions you don't have to think about. <laughs> so, long story short, uh, I end up flying out. This all happened in like less than a week. I fly out to Florida to work with this medical center <laughs> because I was like, I knew intuitively, I was like, this is it. This is it. This is the problem. This is the solution. I need to go take care of this. ASAP. They're like, I can fit you in on Friday. Friday was also my birthday. And I was like, if this is, this might just be the best birthday of my life. So then I fly out to Florida and uh, I meet with these people. And they spent the whole day running tests on me. And what they found out was that uh, I have a structural problem. Um, that is compressing my vagus nerve and my jugular veins on both sides. So you can imagine that would be a problem. And it's causing all of these problems. I also got a bunch of new fancy diagnoses <laughs> like glaucoma, which is awesome because all this stuff affects, uh, you know, the high pressure in the brain, affects your, your eyes, your optic nerve and uh, you know, so I have all these other problems too. 
But it was great because I have solutions now. And um, I learned that my vagus nerve is actually 50% atrophied. <laughs> because I've had this my whole life. And the deal is, if you, if if I were to just keep living like this and never n- know about this, my uh, I would eventually die from pure autonomic failure because once your vagus nerve is dead, you die. <laughs> so we caught it in time, which is very exciting. And I've, I've had a few days to process this, so now I'm just like laughing and joking about it. Uh, but yeah, it was very emotional, but at the time. And what else did I learn? Yeah, my jugulars uh, compressed at all times. Um and my my neck is actually you're supposed to have a curve in your neck i do not mine is completely straight and that's why it's messing with my vagus nerve and i have um cervical instability that means my head is super wobbly on my neck and it's actually at a really weird angle it's like not sitting right on my neck and so when i move my head around stuff it just like wobbles (laughs) And it's like borderline, it's between severe and extreme. And so I actually, the typical treatment is to get a spinal fusion. That's what they say. If you have cervical instability, you get a spinal fusion. But the the medical center that I'm working with, they actually are able to correct it gently. Um, they're the only people in the world that do this. People fly out from all over the world to work with them. And you, they... Um, correct the curve by using weights on my head and so I might have like a cute fancy neck brace for a while after this um so correct the curve I'll get a curve that'll decompress the vein and then they use like regenerative uh, injections into the ligaments in my neck and that will uh, basically strengthen the the ligaments so that my head doesn't wobble around anymore and just kind of like glue everything in place without having to have a spinal fusion. And I'm expected to make uh, a 90%, if not full recovery. And like I might just, I might have a, a normal life that I like I've never had before. So um, I am, I'm so grateful and I feel like I'm being kept alive you know, for something important. And, you know, I, I, I never, I never would have known this if I hadn't established this connection with my guides. And I just, I'm like overwhelmed with relief and um, hope. So that's what I've been up to may have caught COVID in the process, <laughs> but I am, I'm just, I'm a happy gal. And I got permission from my uh, past client to play the session that I had alluded to last week. So today I'm going to play that session. I've, I've trimmed out some parts um, that are maybe a little more personal, but you will, if you haven't listened to the last session or the one before that, for that matter, um, about how um, 
the the new the different type of star seed that is actually kind of uh, created as opposed to naturally incarnated. Go ahead and listen to those ones. Uh, I think you'll find this session very interesting. Oh, and I before I jump into that last thing, I have decided I am running a contest contest alert people. Um, okay, so I'm trying to get my podcast to rank higher in uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify for that matter. Um, so that when people type in Starseed, my podcast pops up on the first page. It's it's better. It's getting there. It's moved up a bit, but um, I want to move it up even further. So if you go ahead and you subscribe, you have to do three things. Subscribe, rate, and write me a review. I'm You'll be entered to win a free hypnosis session, okay? So all you have to do is three things. Subscribe, rate, review, okay? And um, what I will do is... In between, you have between now and let's make it, I'm just doing this on the fly, uh, now and a week from Wednesday, because uh, this comes out on Wednesday, I'm recording this on Monday. So a week from the day this drops, the contest will be open. So if you go ahead and do that. Go ahead and the the best way to let me know, there's no way for me to like um, contact you based off of your review. But if you do um, review me, just drop me a message on Instagram or on, um, you can send me an email to emails info at monetflorencecoaching.com and just say, hey, I left you a review. I'd like to be entered in the contest. Uh, if you let me know, then I will put you in the drawing and uh, you can win that free session. So, all right, let's get into this hypnosis session. So I see a lot of turquoise light and everything feels like white like white and bright there's like starfish and oh what would be starfish and it's like a like a hall that has like a lot of um, pointed spear stuff that go down a long hall and then it feels like it should be like underwater but it's not mm-hmm. and then also there's like a there's like a like I can see out the window or in another part of this place is like that is like like safe outside. Mm-hmm. It feels like a big platform. 
Yeah, I'm standing on like on a big metal platform that is like suspended out in mm-hmm. space. So there's like these two places that I can see really clearly and somehow they're connected, but they feel, they feel different. And how are you feeling inside as you look around you? Um, I'm feeling like I have a lot of responsibility. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot to do and coordinate and counsel. I'm feeling like burdened and heavy. And the seashell place is starting to fade. Mm-hmm. And now it's just the floating platform, purple space place. And was it fading? Was it supposed to fade or was that a, a bad thing that happened? And it was supposed to fade. Okay. The turquoise place feels like my childhood mm-hmm. or something. Like inside the castle and then now that I've grown up, I have like responsibilities like outside of the castle. I see. And like in, yeah. And um, what what are you about to do? Is there something specific you're planning for that day? Yeah, I'm supposed to go, like, being off these people. There's, like, an army that is, like, being launched. Army's the wrong word, though. It's like a, it's like a group of organized people that are, like, leaving... Um, and they're scheduled to leave, and I'm going to like watch them leave. Uh huh. And so, what are the kinds of things that you have to do to um, get ready for that? Um, I think all the preparation has been done before. It's like the, it's like after every morning leaves, will then there will be like more to do. Mm-hmm. I see. It's like planning and preparing. It's like the first launch will give us more information to understand like the second launch. And then there will be like iterations and um, yeah, things will change after. Like the more we know, the, the more changes that will need to be made. I see. Yeah. Um, what are the the people that um, that you're preparing to send off? Uh, what's yeah. their purpose? Their purpose is to go and like help and to gather information and to support and fix and mend and um, yeah, they feel like highly sophisticated intelligence that is gonna go and like take care of people or like beings who can't take care of themselves. Okay. Um, Is that within, is that on your planet or is that happening off of your planet? Off of my planet. Okay. And like a galaxy, like in a different galaxy. And actually it's like lots of different places and galaxies. That's why it's like so complicated is because, and there's so much information that needs to be done 
because it's not just like one area it's like a million areas it's like a ton of different galaxies a ton of different planets all of the planets and and beings are so different and so there's just like a lot of variables mm-hmm. is that all happening in your own galaxy or is this in coordination with different galaxies no it's just in my own galaxy okay and in your galaxy are you um coordinating with the different star systems within the galaxy um yeah i think we're like coordinating but i feel like we are in charge like we are the ones that like provide a lot of like the intel and like the and the like the people and and other the other star systems are like supporting and collaborating and um, providing like information, but like we are like the main hub that processes the most. I see information. Maybe um, would you say you're the most advanced civilization? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That all makes sense. Okay. So I would like to move you um, to uh, when something important happens. The next important thing that happens. Um, I can see like a planet be exploding. Okay. And um, being really sad mm. that we couldn't like save it. You couldn't help. And yeah, couldn't help. And that we, that we actually did everything that we needed to do. It wasn't actually too late. Like it was so strategic, but there wasn't enough cooperation. Between the other star systems? Um, No, between the inhabitants of the planet and the intel and information people we placed there. I see. There wasn't enough coordination between the helpers and the people at that planet. I see. And it was just too late? Um, It wasn't that it was too late. It's that they chose not to get help. Oh, I see. I see. And so inevitably, like, yeah, like it was destroyed because they were unwilling to use our help. And then I see everyone who was there as a helper leaving or leaving before it's destroyed Mm -hmm. and like coming back and like the galaxy, the, the star systems, like, each having a different reaction to the explosion of the planet. Some people are really angry. Some people are really sad. Some people are really scared. Mm. Some people are outraged. Some people are like, yeah, it's like a, it's like, it's really interesting that everyone is processing this incredibly differently. Yeah. Did it um, explode of natural causes or was it some sort of attack? Um, Natural causes. Okay. Natural causes that um, that could have been prevented if if we had intervened. They, yeah, if they would have allowed more help. I see. Okay. Okay, I would like to move you to the next important day. Um. Uh. uh 
my son is born. My son is born. Oh. And he's like the next leader or king. And so the whole galaxy is like celebrating mm-hmm. um, his birth. And you're female, correct? Yeah. Okay. And the whole, ah, oh, that's so, that's amazing. And um, in your, in your planet, do females uh, typically rule um, or do males or does it just depend on who's next? It just depends on who's next. It's like very equal. And it almost feels like even though we are like male and female, we are like both a little bit. Okay. Like it doesn't feel... Gender isn't known as the way it's known on Earth. I see. So okay. I'm very clearly a female and he's very clearly a male. I see. Okay. But the way that the masculine and feminine are expressed is it's more integrated as opposed to a Yeah. Woman. Okay. Yeah. It's like a beautiful, it's like, yeah, it's like it's perfection. That's how it should be. I don't know how to describe that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's great. Okay. Let's move you to another important day. Um, this is really interesting. The end of time. Okay. I can see like the end of time. I can see my, I can see something like oozing off the edge of the world or the earth off of your planet or of the of earth earth no not of earth of of like a galaxy you know how like dark matter is like constantly expanding Uh uh-huh it's like something just got like pushed out and is like oh way and out of like the out of you out of Uh like i don't know how to describe does it feel like um like your galaxy is splitting off um yeah like birthing into another one yeah yeah i don't yeah yeah it's just like yeah okay but i see it as you know like when if you crack an egg on the side of the counter and like the egg oozes off the counter yeah (laughs) And like you can't reach it, but it's like oozing away. It's not like splitting, but it's but it's like oozing off. Yes. Over the edge. That's uh-huh. what it looks. I see. Okay. Um, and are you? Um, and, and I'm super sad. I'm trying to like okay. leave it and pull it back, and like I feel really old, and I am just like devastated. I see that it's like leaving. Okay. And so then what happens as that's, as that's happening? Do you, Um, what do you do? Like, do you, um, do you stay stationary where you are on your planet? Do you go with it? No, I stay stationary. It feels like, it feels like it means that we have to like move. Like everyone's trying to like evacuate kind of. I see. Because even though, because of the way it's like oozing, it's like 
eventually like we will also like lose so it feels like a lot of, it feels like a lot of there's like a lot of purposeful panic not mm-hmm. everyone's like everyone's losing their shit but in a really like we knew this day was gonna come we prepared for this day we're so sad like mm-hmm. we know how to evacuate safely like not like everyone's just like calmly but panically like mm-hmm. I see and where are you guys going I don't know I think maybe where are we going I think we have to go to like a sister planet. We have to go somewhere. We're like refugees now. We're going somewhere that is not our own, but is that has been like gifted to us. Mm-hmm. So we can come here and stay here. Oh, and is it the purple? Is it the turquoise place? I don't know. Maybe. Is it within your current galaxy, or is it in the new split-off part? It's in the current galaxy. Okay. Okay. Let's move you forward again. And I want to find out what happens next. Um, we moved to a new planet and we're like in green, like we're grieving. We're in new like territory. We have to like reestablish our like systems and processes and people and infrastructure and because of that there's a lot of re um evaluating mm-hmm. like is this necessary do we want to do this what do we want to do so it's like another really important part of um like a lot of planning and stuff mm-hmm. and like my son is there and he's a lot older he's not like taking over but he's actively participating in this like active council uh-huh. people from all over the galaxy and star systems are there but there's not as many people as you would think there would be like there's it's still like a very intimate group mm-hmm. and everyone is like trying to decide like what's the best order or process or procedure. Yeah. Now that yeah, this has happened. So did um did everybody from your planet make it safely over to the new one or did some people go with it? Like No, yeah, some people went with it. Okay. And how how are how's your heart feeling now in this new place? So so sad. It's like really unsettled. I feel completely out of my element. I feel like so overwhelmed. It feels like so hard to start over. Yeah. There's like too many new changes. I feel old. I feel like we're in a new place. I feel like time, like time has even shifted the way that we Mm -hmm. have needed to work for a long time. So I kind of feel like giving up. Yeah. I feel like I need a break. Does anything else? happen of significance in your lifetime in this lifetime no what I just thought of was I'm gonna go to earth like I'm gonna take a break and like go Mm -hmm. somewhere else for a while 
not like to escape, but to escape um, purposefully. It's like I feel like I've been the head of this operation for so long. Right. But like now the thing that I feel like I can do is to be willing to go and experience it for myself. Mm-hmm. So I can just understand and and be useful in like a way that not any other leader has been willing to be useful in. But because because I'm still young enough to have more years to like influence in me, mm-hmm. I'm going to like come and like experience what you've been doing for a long time so that I can come back and feel like I have more information that will be helpful. Okay. Great. Yeah, but my life is not over. Mm-hmm. It's just taking a just taking a break. Mm-hmm. Not a break. It's just yeah. So are you are you taking like um I'm just curious how it works from your um, as your like uh, yeah like an, as your type of being like are you physic like going out of the physical to take a break um, as like a more of like a energetic entity or are you um, leaving your body for for now becoming yeah what um, is coming out? What am I doing? At first, I saw it as like me physically leaving the planet, like everyone else that has been doing this for a long time, like in those armies that I was talking about. Mm-hmm. But because of like my status and my sophistication, I'm actually like in like a simulation kind of oh okay. my body is on the planet and energetically I see I'm in earth on earth but like it's as if my body is here too that totally makes sense okay okay I understand yeah. what's going on on earth oh gosh it's actually really typical it's what We've been seeing over and over and over again and have helped with over and over and over again. It's just people are waking up to their souls mm-hmm. and themselves. And so we're helping with like that transition by providing information. Oh, okay. Okay, I have some questions um, for your higher self. Okay. If if she sometimes this transition doesn't go super cleanly, um, and okay. that's totally okay. Um, but we'll give it a go. She's here. She's, She's ready. Here. She's like, what can I help with? Great. Like, great, great. Oh, goody. Okay. Um, is from the Andromeda Galaxy. No. No. Okay. It's what is perceived as the Andromeda Galaxy. But it's behind it. 
Oh, it's B. Oh, do you mean that? Um, so is she from, okay, is she from either the Andromeda galaxy or the Andromeda constellation? One of those two? Or somewhere no. else? Somewhere else. Somewhere else. Okay. So the, the, um, splitting off, um, that she saw was, so that, was that Andromeda splitting off and birthing the Milky Way? No, it was it was where it's from splitting off into Andromeda. It's what is now known as Andromeda. I see. Okay. 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 I see. This question might be weird. This body in her galaxy still alive right now yeah and so her that soul her soul is is her soul here on earth as yeah and also on her plant that planet yeah so she's able to be in two places at once yeah cool and so is she kind of taking a break right now? Yes. Okay. And she's taking a break to be on Earth to help with the ascension? Yes. Great. Was she, was she part of the Intergalactic Federation? Yes. Did we work together? Yes. When she was really young. Okay, cool. I love it. Um, and she, did she work with like the Intergalactic Federation for like for peace within the um, galaxies and? Yes, but she um, was connected to love. Okay, so I was connected to peace. She was connected to love. Yes. Wow, that's so cool. And she was younger, and you were older. Hmm. I see. So she was younger, and she was kind of. Um, I was an older Lyran at the time. Yeah. Okay. How did we work together? What did what did we do together? Um, we counseled and collaborated, and we made decisions. Monet um, tutored. She um, let come um, on her missions with her. Cool. Because she was too young. Right. So she would sneak her around and let her come and see. I see. What was happening. Okay. Okay, now I just have to ask out of curiosity. Um, huh. Okay, this is blowing up my mind here. Um, okay, a question just came to me. Um, it, is this like a simulation for me too? Am I, it's my Lyran self alive somewhere else? Yes, but it's not a simulation. Okay. It's, um. It's just parallel life. A parallel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That, that makes sense. But for it's actually, um, where she's actually in two places at once. Yeah. Okay. That totally makes sense. 
What was her name? Or what is her name in this galaxy? Matisse. Can you spell that? M A S S T S T Okay. What's the name of the galaxy behind Andromeda that she's from? I don't know. I'm sure I can look on a map. We, we can figure it, it out. Starts with an L. It starts with an L. An L. Okay. Like Lula, something like that. It's not Lyra. No. No, I don't think so. Okay. We can figure that out. Lyra's on, like, a sister galaxy that is on the clock, Lyra would be at 15. Okay. Um, or at 3. And then this galaxy would be at 10. So that was super interesting listening to that back. I haven't listened to that session in a very, very long time. Uh, and yeah, I was still pretty fresh. <laughs> I hadn't uh, heard too many things that had really surprised me yet. I think that was probably the like craziest session I'd ever had yet at that time. So I like didn't even know what to ask at times. So um, I'm glad I dug that up from the vault. And I hope you thought it was interesting. I was never able to figure out what galaxy that was, but if you know, please let me know. The jury is still out as to whether or not I have a self somewhere uh, who is still alive and I'm in some sort of pod or something and I'm here uh, as Monet as well. So I, I don't know. It's a mystery. I'm sure I'll find out one of these days. It's and it's so crazy. I think one of the coolest parts about doing this is the people who come to me, there's always a reason why. And whenever I find out that I knew somebody in another lifetime, it happens so often. Uh, and I don't think it's a coincidence. I think that it, it's just meant to, we're meant to find each other again. I think it's really beautiful. So... I put in the show notes of how to enter the contest. Go ahead and head there if you want a little reminder. And good luck. And I will see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Starseed Awakening podcast. The doors are open to my one-on-one program, Quantum Coherence, which combines virtual quantum hypnosis sessions and coaching to help you recover your memories from other lifetimes, expand your identity, and turn your power all the way on. Go to my website, thestarseedawakener.com, to book a free quantum connection call.